Welcome to the Distracted Driving Podcast. I'm Sean Genovese. Dot com. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Actually. I, I thought you were going to say that. I'm Rex Williams. Is there a dot com for that too? Dot com. No, don't, don't go there. So actually, SeanGenovese.com will take you. Oh, really? In a, in a roundabout way, it will get you there, yes. It, it takes you, I think it forwards to the RoadScholars.com. Okay. Um, which and that's part of the is Distracted where Driving. Distracted Driving is hosted right now. No, not DistractedDriving.com. DistractedDrivingPodcast.com. We totally know what our branding is and our yeah, products. Yeah, that one, if you go, it takes you somewhere totally strange. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, we we buy up the domains and we point them all to the. Uh, they all go to the same place. They all go to the same place. And so that's what you're showing here for the, those that are. Are you gonna? Are we recording? I'm not this? gonna show this. This is for oh, okay. our purposes. Nobody's oh, okay, watching sorry. anyway. Um, which actually is kind of what we were gonna talk about here. So this is episode. Uh, I think we're on episode eight. Yeah. Uh, in just a moment, we're gonna continue the conversation with our friend Brian Brooks. Brian Brooks is and, awesome. And this is, uh, boy, if you liked episode seven, you're going to love episode eight. It's a great conversation. Yeah, we get in some more uh, Is this, stuff. I think this is the one where he tries to change the name of our show. So oh. that's fun. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the word. It's and the word uh, that's not to be said. Yeah, we we were just taking a look at our uh, our traffic to see uh, how it's looking. And uh, listen, according to this metric right here, uh, RSS, um, we have well over 2,200 2, subscribers. Nice. Uh, subscriber listeners. 2,000. I don't believe that for a minute. I don't know where who are these people. Where I are they think, from? Um, and the why other thing I take away from the sh from from the, these metrics is the shape of this line, which thankfully okay. is uh, headed in a positive direction. So it does it's look lower. like we've got some additional listeners. Up. If you're yeah. a first time listener, uh, welcome. Glad you're here. Um, Thanks for listening. It, yeah, this this is a great episode to start with because uh, it's it's great. We have great guests, great conversation. Great. And, um, and yeah, it, it does look like, um, you know, things are heading up. Nobody's watching on YouTube. You can. We have a, a YouTube channel. The best way to get there is to go to www.distracteddrivingpodcast.com. You can uh, watch us oh. on YouTube there. You mm -hmm. can subscribe. Uh, once you get on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel. You can listen on the website. Um, but you also can listen on a variety of uh, of platforms. Yeah, yeah, you went nuts on the. I did on the uh, <clears throat> syndication. Um, what let's just like name Spotify, let's name a few. Apple, yeah. Stitcher. Uh, did Apple I get us on Podcasts. Stitcher? No, we're not. We're not. Oh yeah, we are on Stitcher. Yeah, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. um, and then, of course, you could just uh, you could grab the RSS feed uh, straight from our site too. Uh, there's a, a link nice. for that on the website. So, yeah. if you haven't gone to the website, check it out. We always put a little um, a little blurb about the episode, usually with some show notes or some links to stuff that we talk about. 
And uh, and look, if that's not your cup of tea, that's fine. Just keep subscribing through the method of your choice. The important that's thing is that choice. you are here listening, and we're not making any money from it. Yeah. And we're trying to make them short, so that's why this is a, a section of the conversation we had with our guest that went long because it was awesome and we just kept talking, but we don't like to have long podcasts. Right, or long introductions, right as we've done way. right here. So if you still are listening, great. Thank you so much. As a reward, we're going we're gonna to let you listen to Brian Brooks, Brian Brooks. For, uh, for a little while. Yeah, and I like how you said it hurts for about five seconds. See, see, that's a skill that more people need to like work on too. Yeah, right? so, so, some of the hosts of this podcast included. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. Yeah. It hurts because you know, I'm passionate about this, and and I think it's part of who I am. But then I'm like, okay, ouch. Okay, now what can I do with this? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and. Uh, you use the word passion, and I, uh, I'm i a fan of, of Mr. Mike Rowe. And you might have seen uh, a few years back, he did a, uh, a little uh, like commencement uh, speech for Prager University where he talks about his advice, which is, you know, follow opportunity, but bring your passion with you. Don't, don't, follow, don't blindly follow your passion. Which helps me a little bit because then I, if I reflect on that, it's like, okay, I've got to temper my, my passion at, with the realities of, you know, what are the beliefs that people have or what are the actual results that we have? Because um, you could be passionate about something and, and still not succeed wildly. Yeah. Um, but related to that, you know, you, you mentioned the, the beliefs and the experiences. That was one of my favorite um, I think all three of us have probably been through a lot of, of different corporate initiatives, whether it's lean or, or uh, the softer stuff with, with culture. I really liked what Lockheed uses with culture of accountability. And in fact, I use those concepts still today. The idea that, that your culture is coming from people's experiences and, and those experiences are driving their beliefs. So, if somebody says, oh, that's wrong, okay, well, that's based on, that's their belief. What's it based on? It's based on some experience. Can we go change the experience and, and then maybe get a different result? Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, that was really good stuff. Another book Rex writes, so it's Change the Culture, Change the Game, Connors and Smith. It is a, it's a framework of that, and mm -hmm. um, it, it, to me, it operationalizes how you, how you do cultural transformation um, and, and makes it oh, nice. more easily um, executable, right? And work with teams. Because um, yeah. people t always talk about culture, but it's just like this vague It thing is. Out there. And there's another one I yeah. recently yeah. ran across. Um, it's a, it's I'm, Brian Kite's another one. And I, and I, because people also talk about culture as soft and squishy, right? And, and oh, I love this and that this is what I've been using for the past eight months is, you know, people think cultures about making people feel good and right? oh, it's, it's picnics and happy hours. And well, when we used to pre COVID, we had family picnics, mm -hmm. right. You know, back, back in the day. And, and, mm -hmm. um, culture is not about making, you know, culture's job is not to make people feel good. Culture's job is to inspire execution that wins. 
and then winning feels good. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's about creating an environment that people are inspired to run through walls, to go get business results. And then when we're then together, we're winning mm -hmm. and now it feels good. And you say, well, the culture made me feel good. No, no. The culture got everybody excited, aligned and inspired to, to really perform. And now we're performing as, as, as a team and winning feels great. And, and so I, I, I um, that's what, that's what I've been trying to explain is like, when you think I'm the culture guy yeah, and you like think that. I'm just the soft guy, no, I'm trying to leverage culture to inspire everybody to want to execute every day. Not because they have to, not because they'll get fired or because their oh, boss yeah. is going to yell at them, but because they want to, they, they're inspired because of how they're connected to the mission. They understand how, what they do every day matters. And, and you don't even have to give direction. They'll run through a wall for you um, simply because they don't want to let you down or the company down because, because of how inspired they are. And so um, that's really kind of the mm -hmm. thought process I try to take as a leader. So I think somewhere, Brian, between you and me is is probably the sweet spot because I've I've a similar view, but kind of from the opposite direction. And maybe I need to shift it. I, I'm telling people constantly, I'm not in the happiness business. I'm in the let's do what's best for the business business. And if if people are, are happy about that, great. But happiness is a choice and I, I can't be responsible for your choice. But what I can do as a leader is is try to create the a positive environment or a, an environment that makes it more likely that you'll be able to succeed than not and go and do what's right for the business. And that will make you happy? Well, you know, I hope hey, so. You're, hey, you're not alone. You're not alone in that, in that thought process. And I, I don't think you're wrong um, in that sense. I just think there's a different way. I, I, I think it, I think we want to say that it, it feels wrong or is supposed to be wrong to say I am in the happiness business. Cause you, if you're, if you're doing true, let's say servant leadership um, and you're being a true leader, you're kind of in the happiness business. You're not just there to like coddle and, and um, do whatever the team wants just to make them happy. You're actually doing the things that, that, inspire and and make human beings feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves and and that in turn makes you in the happiness business because you one you care um, about the person as an individual you want to understand what they want to do when they learn and grow you help them understand the day you know the daily grind that they go through how that impacts the business how that connects to the bigger mission so that they know that because every human being wants to know that they're what they do matters no matter what they're, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, all, all of that, it does help make people more fulfilled and happy. Um, and I think mm -hmm. you're not going out just saying, well, I'm here to make people happy. Yeah. I'm here to like make people aligned and understand and all that, which then ultimately makes them happy, happier. Exactly. Yeah, and and where where that came from for me is I I had a uh, a manager that gave me an assignment, um, which was a tall task. I mean, the assignment was basically to go get twenty different people to all agree to the same thing, but at the same time, she wanted everybody to be happy about what we went out and did, 
and you know there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of the, they were turns out there were multiple roads that could be taken and so the road that was going to make rex happy was going to make brian unhappy and now sean's in the middle trying to go solve an impossible equation but if we focus on the business and and, and what's going to be best for the business uh that's that that kind of became the equalizer mm. um so yeah maybe i just need to rephrase it um because yeah. i i think we're uh I think we're saying a lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. Are there any other, if you could pick all the different uh, resources you've reviewed and, and things you've tried, we talked about the one uh, where you kind of crowdsourced your 90 day plan. Anything else come to mind that has been effective for you uh, over the years? Um, there, so it was just a recent concept I learned from a, a colleague of mine. It, it's in one of the different business areas, and um, it's a, a kind of quirky, but I think it, it actually is ultimately impactful. Is um, I, I have tried to strike the words um, "hold" and "drive" from my vocabulary when it talks about people processes, right? So it it makes me cringe when we say, "Well, how do you hold them accountable to?" to those results, right? Or, or I'm going to, I am the leader, I'm going to drive results. And the idea is, you know, you, those two words hold and drive and, and, and I won't take any credit for this thought cop, this thought process, Curtis Jetzel's a buddy of mine that that's um, the leader over um, a peer leader. And it's just the, the idea that those two words are very ineffective when it comes to people processes. You know, you, you don't hold, any people, right? You hold people in jail, <laughs> um, you hold them down, <laughs> you hold a cup of coffee, um, but you, you, there's, there's no holding anybody accountable except in a negative sense. And then the driving aspect, you, you don't drive anybody, anybody do anything. Um, you drive cattle here in Texas, you drive your car. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah. I try to use different words and the one I've already said it probably 10 times here is inspire. Uh, you could use different words, but I like to inspire accountability. And so whatever I can do to, uh, you know, inspire accountability or inspire results, because that means whatever I'm doing is, is turning around and, and making having the team member make a personal choice to do something to achieve it. Um, not because I'm forcing them to, or they feel like there's this negative repercussion if they don't, but they're choosing to do it. And so yeah. I, it's funny. I, I, I make so it. Funny. And I think, I think just, taking those out of your vocabulary um, becomes impactful mm -hmm. in the, in the team. And I even told my team, my current team is like, okay, so I'm doing this. I learned this. And so call me out when I say it, cause I probably will say it and I'll get these IMs. You said drive. Yeah. You said hold. <laughs> um, and so, but they understand my intent That's behind funny. it. You know, I made it a public thing. Like this is what I want to do and let me know when I mess it up. And I think, one, that becomes yeah, fun for them good. to call me out. But two, they understand my intent. My intent is really I want you to choose. I want you to, I want, you to want to make great results for this team. Not, and and that has been, um, really, it's been really impactful on my current team. Um, and then the, the, that one and the other one that we're, we're really trying to leverage right now is growth mindset. And, um, you know, making sure people understand it's okay to make mistakes and I want you to try and don't try to get everything perfect. Um, and I got your back when you do make a mistake. Um, you know, that coupled, so that, that inspirational of, I choose to go 
through that burning, you know, into that burning house through knowing that it's okay if I make a mistake, man, those coupled together are, are a dynamic duo. Wow. That's awesome. Well, Sean, so I, we, I guess we need to change the name of our podcast. He's thinking the same thing. Yeah. Now, I was about to say, we're, we're not going to change the name of the show. This is not going to become Distracted Inspiration. <laughs> well, it might we be Distracted change. Inspiration. We I don't, don't know. Drive, drive change. Uh, yeah, there you go. You know, maybe not as significant as the example you gave, but I, I've done the same thing. Um for myself, one of the things this actually came from a comedy sketch, I think originally, the the phrase "I'd like to." Oh yeah. Hey, I'd like to show you guys some information. Okay, well then why don't you? <laughs> right? You know, we'd like to welcome airlines do this all the time. We'd like to welcome you to Dallas. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> and so I I real I'm hypersensitive to it now, and oh, anytime I catch myself about to start a sentence like that. Sometimes it's yeah. too late. The sentence is already out, and I'll say, and in fact, I'm going to. Um, but sometimes I'm able to do it ahead of time. But it's it's really funny, the, the things that we just get used to saying as a matter of phrase. All right, that is where we are going to leave it for episode eight. But uh, there's was a, a lot one. packed in yeah. there. Yeah. So much good stuff. Uh, winning feels good. Yep. Winning Everybody feels good. Win. And to and, be right. And and it, it hurts for about five seconds. Yeah, which was amazing to me because for me it hurts a lot longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the goal is to try to Same. get it down to five seconds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know? <clears throat> uh, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you drive cars and cattle. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't but drive we, people. You don't drive, don't drive people, <laughs> and I don't think we're going to change our name. Of the but podcast. we're we we're not that? changing our name now. To no. uh, so you, <laughs> you I guess you still drive distractions. Yeah. I don't know. No, you still drive change. That's what we say. We drive Driving change. change. Yeah. So we are going to drive change. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. You know what? No, We've no, already we got the change. domain name. Yeah, yeah. We're not changing it. We bought the domain name. That's that's the real reason. All right, and there's there's more to come. We've got the last part of our conversation with Brian Brooks coming up. Yeah, in we'll episode take a completely nine. different direction. So yes, yeah, make sure you listen to this one. All right, until then, check us out online, uh, distracteddrivingpodcast.com. Subscribe to uh, the YouTube or on your favorite podcasting platform. 